0: Yeah. yeah, Welcome back, everyone, to What in Color, yes. the dopest black woman host podcast for the preeminent Will of Time series. I am Kiba, And I'm Shar. Jumbo, my sister. How are you? Good, Jumbo. How are you? How have you been? I've been well. I've been well. I'm so glad to hear that you've been well. And you? You know, I am enjoying some time. Mm-hmm. Taking a beat, taking a pause. Always important. Getting the mental health together.
1: Always important. Emotional
0: health together. Mm-hmm. The physical health together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to come back as a, um, what do they call them in the Marvel movies? The super, the super soldiers. I'm going to come back as a super You're gonna soldier. You're going to be a super soldier. I'm going to be a super soldier. I'm going to be the Have first black woman super soldier. With serum? I've been injected with a kind of serum, but I don't think the listeners want to. Oh. Is this... <laughs> White in color a, after dark? Wait that's a minute. A, that's an after dark comic. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? And on that note, welcome listeners. <laughs> welcome listeners. Welcome back. This is not
1: white in color after dark. This is just white in color.
0: Yeah, you can keep us on. The, you can keep the kids in the room. and you know, Unless well. they cannot listen to cussing. Because we cuss. But, um, you know, yeah. We are family friendly to And extent. I'll I'll put it like that. Um, I hope you guys out there in the listening world are well. Wow. So I want to say thank you to everyone out there for your love on our trailer. And episode zero. You guys have really... Yes. You guys know how to really make a gal feel special. Yes. Yes. We we see
1: you. We see you.
0: And appreciate you. Yes. We are all friends in our heads and hopefully one day in real life.
1: (laughs) Yes. Looking forward to the continual engagement. Yes. With the Wheel of Time fandom. It's been so incredibly dope. You all have welcomed us into into this world and we just appreciate you. Yes, we do. We appreciate you. Yes, yes. So So let's let's get into it, but before we do that, we just want to remind everyone that White and Color
0: drops every Wednesday. Every single Wednesday from henceforth, from henceforth, from henceforth, <laughs> <laughs> wherever you stream your podcast, everywhere. We are everywhere. Can you believe that? Shar, we have a podcast that's everywhere. Yo, I've been listening to podcasts for a while, mm-hmm.
1: and just to see our podcast in the mix of other podcasts that I listen to, I, I just can't even
0: explain how dope that is. Definitely blew my mind to yeah. listen to our trailer and then hear my favorite podcast come on right after that. Yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And we sound similar? Right. Whoa. Double whoa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's amazing. We actually, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're as long as we it. keep doing it, we'll be doing it. Yes. Right? Yes. So... so. <laughs> Shout out to us. Shout out to us.
1: Also, we, we definitely would love for you all in listening land to shop it up with us. We do have a Discord server.
0: Yes. So come check us out. White and color? Yes. On Discord. There's and a we- bunch of numbers that come after it, but we're definitely going to link our Discord uh, server link in the description box. Yes. Uh, so that you can easily find us on Discord. Because I know Discord gets a little wonky with the, you know, username and then 4756051734. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't know why they do that. But, you know, here we are. So we we will definitely have the link in the description box so that you can easily find us and connect with us on Discord. That's going to be fun. Because, I mean, honestly, I will be very honest with you. Uh, for me, Discord... I'm probably not going to be in a lot of the channels because as a first time reader, Mm -hmm. I know uh, how this fandom gets Mm -hmm. you simply do not care. And so, (laughs) (laughs) well, I I don't think that's true. I
1: think that honestly, I think this fandom does, excuse me, a great job of warning you, Mm. you know, Hey, there's going to be some spoilers. I'm about to say something Mm -hmm. and there'll be spoilers. Listen at your own risk, read at your own risk. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't You'll... know how
0: willing they'll, they'll be able to do that in the actual Discord, particularly when conversations start, you know, getting getting intense. Um so I'm going to, you know, I'll peek an eyeball in there. I'll outside I'll eye, you so know, you I'll just jump stay in when in the, I can.
1: Just stay
0: in the the non-spoiler chat. We'll just have a non-spoiler chat for you. So you can find Kiva in the non-spoiler chat. Look find this. me over there. I'll be over there. Um which is Gonna be really important for you guys to listen to the episode because I don't want you guys to be like, "Yes, girl." And and remember, in eighteen, no, I don't. I'm not there yet. So <laughs> no,
1: you you have nothing to worry about. Trust me. I've Ooh. I've been in other Discord channels mm-hmm. and also even on social media on Twitter. Not everyone, but usually people will hashtag wat spoilers so that mm-hmm. you know I'm not gonna click on this tweet okay because there's a spoiler okay. you'll be you'll be fine you'll be fine so
0: i'm trusting this you fandom all. is very
1: considerate
0: i'm trusting you all please don't please don't be mean please don't spoil this for me i'm trying to enjoy it as a first-time reader we
1: have we have lots of first-time readers on really? social media
0: in these Discord chats, it's fine. I need to find my tribe. I'm going to. Um, They're there. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want to make myself more active on Twitter. I'm also not uh, a strong Twitter user, mm-hmm. uh, and so I think I'm gonna have to pull myself from under the Twitter rock uh, <laughs> and and engage with my with my tribe as I as I digest these books because. Um, it's a lot. It is it is a lot. It is a lot. Just take it bite um, by bite. I'm really hoping that by the time I really make myself really active on Twitter that Elon Musk is somewhere um, selling the company to someone I know that's right. more <laughs> capable of running this social media. I know that's right. You know. Well, we shall see. You, you, and the fingers are crossed because what I don't want to do are we <laughs> get are on we Elon praying? Musk's internet okay are are we praying we (laughs) hands up all right um the only internet i recognize is beyonce's i knew you were gonna say that hey (laughs) hey Uh, i'm just saying i'll be at her concert in july dope that's all i'm gonna say about that i don't know if there are any beyonce fans who are also wheel of time fans who are also ready to get their wigs snatched. I know that's okay. right. But this is Watson color. So I'm gonna take a moment to recognize the queen, the most <laughs> Grammy award-winning artist of all the time. I bet okay. you she doesn't read the Wheel of Time though. And you know what? That's okay because she's Beyonce. Okay. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it. Let's 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 give the people
1: what, what they, they had been for.
0: waiting for. Yes. We dropped the trailer. They was like, mm, mm, give me more. Mm-hmm. And then we dropped episode zero and they were like, oh, wait. Okay. But like the book. Right. Let's so now we're it. at the book. So now I am bending back the spine. Okay. Of the eye of the world. Let's get into it, Shar. Yes. So you want to do an overview? Let's talk about everything that we are going to be reading. Okay. In this episode, or discussing in this episode, I should say. So
1: this episode, we're going to talk about... So first of all, Makiba and I have two different versions of The Eye of the World. Oh, yeah. So my version has the original Daryl K. Sweet covers, and Makiba has a newer version. In Makiba's version, some of the fandom may be aware of an additional prologue that was added to the series much later on, the earlier prologue called Ravens. So my copy does not have Ravens, but we're gonna talk about Ravens anyway. Yes, we are. Then we're gonna get into the actual prologue called Out, and then the first
0: two chapters, chapter one, An Empty Road, and chapter two, Strangers. Now I know we said in episode zero, that we were only going to cover up to chapter one. Yes, we changed our mind. Yes, we all did. right. We're allowed Which, to do that because our guess what? It's it's our podcast. Yes. So what we will do for um, those of us who are reading along with me, really, <laughs> or or if with you're us, re-reading, rereading, right? If you're mm-hmm. rereading, what we'll do is we will put in the description box the timestamp where we start discussing chapter two specifically. Yes. So that we don't spoil it for you so that you can keep on par with us. Or if you want to pause it, if you want to pause it at the timestamp, read chapter two real quick and then come back and hit play. Just make sure you come back and hit play. Yes. Then you can do that as well. However you want to do it, but we are going to cover chapter two. So let's, let's, let's dive in Miss Shar. Yes. Yes. So Ravens
1: earlier, which is a prologue. And in this prologue, it is set from the point of view of a nine-year-old girl named Egwene. hmm Egwene wants to be the best water carrier ever. Literally. Literally the best water carrier ever. So we're in Egwene's head. She's in her small village. The villages are shearing sheep. Mm-hmm. And doing everything that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. And she, her job is to provide the beverage for folks. So she's the water carrier. Mm-hmm. So she goes down to the river, she gets water, and then she goes along the river, goes along wherever everyone is sharing sheep or doing whatever their respective job is, and providing them with some liquid sustenance. <laughs> and she just wants to be the best at it.
0: Yes admirable
1: yes admirable 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 that's the correct word yes yes and so as she goes along we hear about other people in her village other children in her village and at one point and i'm just going ahead at one point one of the elders in the village is telling them telling the children a story Mm mm-hmm and they tell the children he this is a tam althor Tam Althor tells the children a story which happened 3,000 years ago. And it's about a
0: man named Luz Theron Telemann. What a name. And all that jazz. (laughs) That should be his old name. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And all that jazz. Right right at the end. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, at one point, which is why it's called Ravens. At one point, she notices a raven seemingly staring at her, which seems strange because ravens don't behave that way. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it staring at her? Or was it staring at all the men? They were star- The raven was staring at all the men. I think at one point it also stared at her. Hmm. I may I may be misremembering. I'm not sure. I yeah. Don't have that. Right. We, in my book. So. Right. <laughs> so I'm I'm literally doing this recap on the top of my head because I don't have that in my book. Okay. Okay. Um it, I can access it, but it's not in this book that's in front of me right now. <laughs> so in the end we find out that she in fact is the best water carrier ever because they promote her
0: it's crazy <laughs> how um, do you get promoted as a water let me yeah, anyway we gonna sa- <laughs> save it i'm it's save a small, it
1: small village <laughs> shout out to to small towns man small <laughs> communities you know they definitely in the bone docks like oh, they yeah. definitely you know in the backwoods somewhere oh yeah And so, yeah, so she's the best water carrier ever. She doesn't have to do it anymore. And she gets promoted a year early or something like that. And so she's so proud of herself that she sets her next goal to be allowed to braid her hair Mm -hmm. younger than anyone else has ever been allowed to braid her hair. So Mm -hmm. in this world, in this village, not the world, but this particular village, the sign that a young girl has now transitioned into womanhood Mm -hmm. is... If she's allowed to wear her hair in one braid, that, that is protective almost. Protective style is very important. Protective styles we'll are get important. Into it. <laughs> so that's her rite of passage. So she wants to be allowed to braid her hair. Mm-hmm. It shows that she's not a child anymore. Right. We get a little glimpse of her determination. Then we move into the other prologue called Dragon out. And apparently there's an earthquake of some sort. We're, we're getting aftershocks of this earthquake and the man lose Theron Telamon, the same man who back in the Ravens prologue, Tam Thor was telling the children a story about. Mm-hmm. So here we are 3000 years prior mm-hmm. and we are witnessing the events that have something to do with the story that Tam Thor was telling the children and we'll get into it. But things happen. Some things did happen. In this prologue. And we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it.
0: This is just a brief recap.
1: Brief recap. And so this man, he dies and a mountain is replaced by him. He's replaced by a mountain called Dragon Mountain. And we'll get into it. (laughs) (laughs) And then we start chapter one, which is an empty road. And in chapter one... Chapter one follows Tam Althor, the same gentleman who was telling the story in the Ravens prologue. Him and his son Rand Althor, they're walking down what's called the Quarry Road. Apparently they have a farm and they are carrying from their farm casts of apple cider and apple brandy because the village is having a festival. Mm -hmm. It's called Bell Time.
0: Bell Time.
1: And it is basically when spring starts. Mm-hmm. So seems like it's the celebration of a, of a new year, so to speak, in terms of harvesting and things like that. Yes. And so as they're taking this walk, this, this morning, it's, it's morning. Rand notices there's someone on the road, mm-hmm. a horseman, a, a man on a horse, and he's real freaked out about it. And we'll get into that. But Tells his pops. Pops is like, yo, I don't see nothing. Rand is like, yeah, it's probably nothing. So he's freaked out because he saw the man. Pops didn't see him. They get to the village. We meet some villagers and we meet one of his friends, Matt, who does not want to help carry casts of brandy (laughs) and apple cider (laughs) into the inn, which is called the Wine Spring Inn. And then in chapter two, which is called Strangers, we meet some more villages, some more villagers, some more of Rand and Matt's friends. And they talk about this beautiful woman dressed better than any feast day clothes that they ever saw. And the man that is with her, he probably serves her. And they're just so excited. And they heard there was going to be Fireworks possibly a gleam in. this is mm-hmm. going to be the best bell time
0: ever mm-hmm. and that's it yes that's it so while Lovely. it sounds like this is the the build-up you know we're just getting to introducing to the characters and mm-hmm. getting the lay of the land and the who's who and the what's what
2: mm-hmm.
0: i was like hmm, okay that's suspicious that okay. is suspicious. Tell us about okay. it. Okay. First it. thing I want to say, okay. When we are talking about the uh Raven's prologue. Yes. I understood braids and wanting to get your hair braided earlier. I know that's right. cuz let me tell you something. <laughs> my sister and you know, okay? yes, my sister. When I was young, all I wanted was some braids with some extensions. Mm. And my mama was like, "No, you're too young. That's a grown woman's style." Grown. You're not grown, right? right? No painting of your fingernails. Right. No getting nail extensions. Right. And no braids with the extensions. So, baby, when I turned, I think I was about 16, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I said, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> I could do whatever I want. And, and my mama was like, okay, well, I guess you're old enough now. So, I went and I got my hair braided in extensions. Mm-hmm. And I literally never looked back. That is the way that I wore my hair all the time. So I understand I the idea of of wanting to get your hair braided earlier and first and I was like I am I'm, I'm relating to this E Gwen girl. I don't know her. She's but a child, but I am relating. I understand I understand this. Sharnice, I know you understand this.
1: I do understand. I do mm. understand. I, I didn't even that's really interesting. I didn't I've never thought about that. All of these years that I've been reading these books, I never equated the idea that in the two rivers being able to wear a braid is a sign of maturity. I never equated that with me being a child and wanting my hair in a certain yes. hairstyle. So I think that's pretty dope. Yes. That you, that, that that's what spoke to you.
0: I was like, oh, I'm okay. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to at least enjoy Nguyen because I, I understand wanting my hair braided and her sister because her sister. <laughs> oh, her poor sister who, who, who couldn't get who her, couldn't hair, get her braided. hair braided. Poor thing. Oh, my gosh. I was like... It
1: begs the question, like, how immature do you have to be that you can't even get your hair braided?
0: Right. Because what was going... Like, what... So, if I'm not mistaken, it's the woman's circle. The
1: woman's circle who decides. Who decides
0: mm-hmm. who's mature enough. Yes. um, Because clearly it's not about age, but who's mature enough to have their hair braided. Because Correct. Because I guess their hair braided also indicates... That they are ready for marriage, marriage yeah. and yes. partnership and children. So, Homegirl is sitting there. Sounds like she's in her, her late teens, early 20s. Probably. And she just got her hair tied up, Doobie style. I was just like, What's going on? <laughs> she going? got the pins in her she hair. She got pins in her hair. What's going <laughs> on? What's happening? Doobie. So, I was like, Dad, what does she do? Is she just like, because. When we meet her in the prologue, she's just sorting wool and it mm-hmm. seems like she's doing the things that she needs to do. Yeah. We
1: don't really know what it is about her.
0: And I forget which sister this
1: was because apparently Egwene has several sisters. She has like four. Yeah. Something like that. hmm I don't know what... We don't know what it is about the sister who is late with getting her hair braided. Mm-hmm. What is she doing? What is it about her personality? Is she silly? I don't you know. We do, we really don't get
0: that, right? We
1: really don't understand what the what the criteria are. Oh,
0: but is she the same sister that's the um the avid book reader? I don't remember. I have to. I'll have to double check that. And and listeners, please email us and be like, actually, you are absolutely wrong. This is why she couldn't get her hair braided. Mm-hmm. I'm down for all of that. But if I'm not mistaken, I think she's the sister who was the avid book reader. And so Uh I wonder if her love of reading is being associated with her maturity. Right. This kind of idea that she has her head in the books and not on, you know, whatever it needs she needs to do to to find a husband. That's interesting. Right. That's interesting. I'm not I'm not really that sure. So I thought, I thought that was interesting. And the other thing I thought was interesting when we get to the, the true prologue mm-hmm. was when um, the dragon... I'm going to call him the dragon because his name is a mouthful. You can call him LTT. LTT? Yes. Boom. So uh, when LTT decided he was going to turn himself into a mountain, mm-hmm. I too would like to turn myself...
1: <laughs> it would be wonderful to transform into natural
0: phenomena. like when mountains. i perish i would like for my loved ones to turn me into a tree I love it. I love it. you can do that though. I, you can, you can I, totally i'm being so serious have your ashes
1: planted
0: i'm being dead ass because no no don't even not my ashes you can take my whole um body uh-huh and you can put it in this pot. In the the, I don't know whatever it is. Wait, that, is this a real thing? Yes, yes. Wow. When as we decompose, the the nutrients of your body feeds this tree, and so you can be so buried the in Kiva a tree. Pod. Right and like I just want my friends to come and sit under me and, and have a little books under read books shade. and have a little cookout. Just don't burn me up, you right, know. Right, right. If you're into extra proclivities, you know, a little puff puff here or there, that's fine. That's all good. I will provide your shade and cover. I want I to be it. a tree.
1: <laughs> so that's it. It's done. You heard it here first <laughs> on Wire Color. Keeper will be a tree. I say this to my when husband she and he goes,
0: wow. Because <laughs> what do you say to someone who is looking you dead in the eye? And they're like, I want to be a tree when I die. <laughs> and it was, I and it's cheaper. It's way less expensive than an actual funeral and True coffins. Indeed. and True Just roll me up, put me in the ground, plant the tree and watch me grow. I love it. I think. I love it.
1: That is sustainable. I would absolutely, it's definitely sustainable, environmentally friendly.
0: (laughs) Right.
1: I would love to sit under your tree.
0: Oh, oh, I would love that.
1: I would love if your tree can, can have a hammock. We can hang a hammock from your tree. Girl. Just hang out there.
0: Yes. And just read books. Yes. I will provide your, I think it's a great idea. That's hilarious. I think it's great. But in reading, I thought there were a, a range of different themes That I would love for us to kind of dive into. Go for it. Um, The first one being tradition. Mm -hmm. Because we know in the black community, tradition, tradition, Mm -hmm. right? If I can say it like M'Baku, right? Mm -hmm. Is something that we hold on to so dearly. And I read a post the other day that said that tradition is nothing more than peer pressure from dead people. What? What? I screamed. <laughs> Yo, if that is not because the most what? accurate description
1: <laughs> I have ever heard, it's
0: Tradition like do it this is way. Peer pressure from dead, from, people. from dead people. Yo, is it that wild when you really just sit down and be like, wow? So dead people that have been gone for hundreds of years because they really, did it this way because they did. They want everybody this to is, do it. This, is this This is the way, way. we do it. And so I'm going to ask you, Shar, like, what traditions does your family or you even, like, hold on to that you maybe even don't even need to be holding on to? Like, I think the idea of the hair braiding tradition,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if there needs to be, like, an age limit mm-hmm. on, on how old you should be to get your hair braided or, you know, to, well, not, I won't say that. But just, yeah, just tell me about these traditions.
1: So for me... That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all have a lot of similar traditions. So, you know, a lot of black folks will eat for New Year's, right? Will eat black eyed peas. And collard greens. F- for good luck. Yes. The black eyed peas are for good luck. Mm-hmm. And which is an interesting tradition because I learned from reading the book High on the Hog mm. that that tradition actually comes from Africa. Oh wow. And the the black eyed pea, it was for good luck. And so somehow through the transatlantic slave trade that carried over. Oh, here. that is I forgot
0: to pick that book up. It's a it's a documentary too as well. It right? is on Netflix. Okay. High I've got to get into that. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's really dope. It's really dope. It talks about it talks about our food origins right you know and why we eat what we eat and i'm gonna be honest with you growing up i never thought that i really thought that black eyed peas was a black american thing
0: yes i can a, understand a southern why. black american yes, thing i can i can understand why you would think that but it has its roots in africa That is so beautiful and it Mm -hmm. else, I have to pick a bone with my grandmother because she definitely told me, (laughs) okay, here we go with tradition, right? Mm -hmm. But it's also, it's funny because it's like tradition and it's like telephone. Yes, because Because by
1: the time the message gets to the last person,
0: (laughs) it is, it's, it's, I didn't, so black eyed peas was always good luck. Yes. And collard greens was money. Okay. Green like the money. So Mm -hmm. you would make your black eyed peas and your collard greens Mm -hmm. on New Year's Eve. Yes. And, and. That is how you bless your year going forward. Correct. Now, I don't know where the collard greens part came in. Right. I don't know if she picked that up. Cause, you know, my grandmother's from the South. So I don't know if she picked that up when she was home from someone and else. And I didn't finish
1: seeing the documentary and I didn't finish reading the book. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if they touch on that.
0: Ah, okay. So maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Okay. So we're going to put a pin. because we'll put a pen in the collard greens I, I definitely want to watch that and then come back to it mm-hmm. in terms of, this idea of traditions and and the peer pressure of the dead, <laughs> right. the peer pressure of the how dead. How much it actually really love it. shapes and molds our lives. Like so interesting. The gender roles that we're looking at in the book. Yes, yes. Much like in this society, much yes. like in every society, Very patriarchal. comes from these traditions of well, this is how it was done in. Twelve twenty four, right? Whatever year you want to pick, and right. so this is how it has to be. Mm-hmm. Three, four, five, six hundred years into the future, and so I'm I'm reading this book, and I'm like, well, and Iguina going through it as well. She's like, well, I got to come in here with this stuffy old dress, right? And the boys get to like have their they shirts, shirts open, open right? Right. She was like, my work ain't no, you know, less than their work. So how come I have to, to sit here in this little stuffy old wool skirt mm-hmm, down mm-hmm. to my ankles and I'm in the water. I'm literally wading in the
1: water. That's like, so funny because I wrote, I, t- I noted that. I noted uh-huh. that how, you know, gender roles already being internalized by the children.
0: Right. You know,
1: Um. but getting back to what you said about tradition, mm-hmm. you were asking me um about... Any personal traditions. One thing that I always found interesting. Growing up, you know, my, my family on my dad's side is from the South. hmm And so, and you know, we were in New York. And so, there were always the road trips. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We're going down South. Every single year, a few times a year. Family reunions, mm-hmm. funerals. Right. Easter break, whatever. Right. And so, when my grandmother... A lot of times it would be just me and my grandmother. And she packs us in the car, and you know what gets packed in the car when we oh, yes. take a road trip food.
0: Every, I mean, and good food. And good it's not food. just like finger foods, like right. little, you get your little potato chips, you get you get fried chicken, you get potato salad, right. like you're getting
1: meals. Right. And so growing up, taking those trips with my grandmother, I thought she just, because my grandmother was a very prompt woman. So mm. she wants to get down south at a certain time. We need to leave at a certain time. Let's mm-hmm. go. We're not wasting time. We're getting on this, you know, we're going to burn up this I 95. Right. We're going to tear it up. We're going to get to where we need to go. So I said, well, my grandmother just doesn't like to stop or she's being cheap. She doesn't want to spend money.
0: Not cheap. In the restaurants,
1: <laughs> right? You know, because. Okay, you
0: know, yes, fair, fair, fair. That's right?
1: Fair. I want to stop and eat. I want to sit at a restaurant. I want to experience
0: you know, the people and the different yeah absolutely. things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Nope.
1: No, we got, I got you. We got food. Yep. Right? It never occurred to me that that practice came from a, a tradition, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't necessarily dead people pressuring us. It, it came out of necessity. Yes. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother was born in 1920.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good year.
1: 1920 was a very good year for very year. many reasons. Yes. So when I thought about that, I said, wait a minute. What was happening in 1920? Uh What was happening in 1930? Yep. What was happening in 1940? Yeah. Right? Jim Crow. Yep. Right? Yes. Let's say my grandmother's a 20-year-old and she wants to take a road trip Mm -hmm. from, because at some point when she was in her early 20s and she was dating my grandfather, they lived in Boston. Ah, okay. So I imagine that, and, and my grandfather is also from the South. They're both from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I imagine there had to be times when maybe they wanted to drive down mm-hmm. and visit family Absolutely. in North Carolina. So mm-hmm. take the road trip from Boston and North Carolina. Mm-hmm. What happens in 1942? A black couple, young black uh-huh. couple takes a road trip from Boston down to North Carolina
0: Girl, what happens in 2023?
1: And they get get hungry. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: Right? Can they just see a restaurant Mm. and decide to pull
0: over and go in? Absolutely
1: not. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not because Jim Crow.
0: Quickest way to your demise, in fact. Is to stop at a restaurant Mm -hmm. and think you can sit down and be served. Without using the green book, without doing your due diligence. Correct. Yeah.
1: So for... Our immediate ancestors. This is not a long time ago. Tell them again. Right? Uh-uh. For our immediate ancestors, it was a necessity. You take a road trip, you need you need food. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? You can't stop. Yep. They're not gonna let you, you're not allowed to use the bathroom. Yep. Because you're black. Yeah. You're not allowed to eat their food because you're black. You yep. may go miles and miles and miles before you find a place where you're allowed to go. Yep. So what did we have to do if we wanted to survive? Mm-hmm. We had to pack our meals. With
0: yes. Us. Pack the meals and find a space on the side of the road where you can pull over and allow yes.
1: everyone to relieve themselves. Yes. I have, I'm going to tell you something as a child. And, and again, I really thought it was my grandmother just wants, she doesn't want to waste time on the road. Mm-hmm. As a child, she would carry the, Oh, what were the white, wet ones.
0: Oh, wait, not wet ones. Oh, you know, I'm taking it back.
1: My grandmother, the car was full of containers of wet ones.
0: Wow. For
1: those of you who may be, I'm a woman of a certain age. Okay. Those of you listening who may be a little younger, wet ones are just wipes.
0: Yes. Like baby wipes. They're like baby wipes. They're just wipes,
1: literal wipes. So we had wet ones and I don't know if she had hand sanitizer, but she definitely had wet ones. Mm -hmm. And there were plenty of times when I had to pee. Mommy, I have to pee. I called my grandmother, Mommy. Yeah. Mommy, I have to pee. Okay. She pulled right over on the side of I ninety five. Woo. Pulled right over on the side of the turnpike, mm-hmm. wherever we were. Open them two doors so nobody could see me. That's it. And
0: on right the side in of the road, just
1: squat right there. <laughs> uh-huh. Get you. you fit, here's a wet one. Take your wet one. Clean yourself up. Yes. Get back in the car. Let's keep it moving. Yes. I'm like, why can't we just go to the bathroom right. at the rest stop? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But but and I never got a chance. To, to talk to her about these things. Mm. But I imagine her tradition Mm -hmm. that grew out of necessity Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. became her habit. Yeah.
1: Right. So we're taking a road trip. We need food. This Mm -hmm. is what she's always done. Right. You want to use the bathroom? Oh, we don't have to go into the rest stop. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking as a child. This was like the eighties. Yeah. By then we're allowed in the rest stops. Yeah. Oh yeah. Things like that. Nope. Nope. Pull over to the side of the road. Mm -hmm. Relieve yourself. Mm -hmm. Clean yourself up. Let's keep it moving.
0: Yeah. It's it's so interesting because... Bringing it back to the book a little bit, mm-hmm. and as I'm reading the the Ravens prologue, mm-hmm. and we're in queen's head mm-hmm. where she's questioning these different traditions. Right. Instead of acting on trying to tear those traditions down, mm-hmm. she takes the opposite approach, and she's like, "Well, I'm going to be the best water carrier ever. Ever. I'm going to. If, if this is my lot in life for for this right. time period, I'm I'm going to do it big." Right, and and that that kind of struck me as interesting mm-hmm. because here's a nine year old who is extremely observant, right? She, as far as I know, she's the only one who saw these ravens staring down at everybody, which right. I think is weirdo vision, right? Like it's What's it's, up with that? it's a it's a flag, right? It's definitely it's something flag. to notice, um. But the fact that she seems to be the only one that noticed this, and She's very observant. She's astute. She's smart, right? And she's questioning these things that don't quite make sense to her. Right. And instead of leading this charge to kind of break those things down, she falls deeper into the tradition. Yes. And I don't know if that'll become clearer as her story progresses on Mm -hmm. why she decided to take the role of diving deeper into the tradition as opposed to trying to to break it down. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have, I mean without a without any spoilers, of course, do you have any inkling as to if something like that gets addressed? Because I would think she would be like, I ain't carrying no water. Let the <laughs> let the let the older kids carry the water. I'ma share me some sheep. Why can't you know what I'm saying? Like I, <laughs> I get me myself saying. personally, I'd be like, I'm gonna make me a honey cake. Right, and I dare someone to stop me. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm bucking up. You, sure? well, no. you baking honey cakes? I'm you baking not, honey cakes. You're not dipping and, water. And all of that, <laughs> all of that. I'm not, I don't feel like dipping water today.
1: What's up? I love it. I love it. So, one thing that that I noticed in this in this world, and so I'm I'm not gonna get into Egwene's arc, right? Because obviously mm-hmm. I know it. I've yes. read these books. Uh-huh. Right. So I'm not gonna get into that. But what I can say is this place, Emmonsfield. Mm-hmm. In the two rivers, it reminds me of the dynamic that we're we're used to as children. children should be seen and not heard. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. you don't question your elders, right. You do what you're told mm-hmm. right. And so I definitely get that same feeling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as I was reading this Ravens rereading this Raven's prologue that this is very everyone has their place. Mm -hmm. everyone knows what their place is and they stay within that now Egwene is questioning her place in all of this
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and you know she wonders like well that's not fair why do the boys get to unloosen their shirts I'm hot too Mm -hmm. right she definitely questions it but she doesn't necessarily like you said she's not busting out you know and and protesting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right and I think her protest is I'm going to be the best Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to have to carry water anymore because you're going to see how dope I am. And now that I've accomplished that and I know how fly I am, Mm -hmm. guess what's next? Y'all going to let me braid my hair early. Mm. Y'all going to let me braid my hair early. And I think that's her way of protesting it. Mm -hmm. She's still staying within the confines and the framework of, The tradition of this small town, this Mm -hmm. close knit town. This Mm -hmm. is how we do things here. But within that, I'm going to break some barriers.
0: Right. Without
1: tearing the whole thing down. Because I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that she wants to tear the whole thing down. I think, first of all, she's nine. Right. right.
0: Okay. Fair. So,
1: <laughs> so you know, so you know, we have to think like a nine-year-old. Right. Would. Right. And so you know, at that age, she has. She's not thirteen yet. Right. Thirteen mm-hmm. is that critical age. Right. Where, that's where you start rebelling.
0: Smelling yourself is what the uh, older folks would say. Right. You're getting too big for your britches. Get. That's the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens at thirteen. Mm-hmm. When you start
1: smelling yourself, and you start saying no. I don't feel like washing dishes. Why Mm -hmm. should I have to wash dishes? Mm -hmm. You the one who dirty dishes. Why I got to wash the dishes?
0: Right. Right? That's Mm -hmm. what
1: 13-year-olds do. Nine-year-olds, they're not there yet. Right. So she's still... Fair. This this is what we have to do. The girls, you know, we got to keep our shirts laced up. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we wearing skirts. Yeah. You know, boys wear pants. Right. Boys can unloose their shirts and Mm -hmm. show off their little chests with Mm -hmm. no chest hairs when it's hot because that's how it is. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, girls, we got it. We can't braid our hair until the women's circle tells us to.
0: Right. Because those are our elders. Right. Who are setting the traditions. And who are setting the traditions. (laughs) Or upholding them Upholding them, yeah. Yeah. Upholding them Mm because we don't
1: know where they originated from yet or if we will, but that's what it is.
0: Yeah. And that that speaks a lot to, in this idea of upholding these traditions, uh, the community and how they came together. And Mm -hmm. so... One of the things that I noticed in the book was she made, Egwene made a note to say that they didn't get together too often except to shear the sheep or for maybe a festival or something, you know, big. But other than that, they kind of stayed to themselves. And I was like, so this is like a community community because if sheep shearing, you know, is like the thing that brings everyone together. (laughs) Yeah. Then wow. Right? right? <laughs> it's Sheep fascinating. She's sharing that. And in the way that everyone kind of just comes into this community, falls into their roles, it doesn't seem like they had. A meeting where right. they were like, this everyone we're nine years old and under will be water carriers. Right, everyone from ten to eighteen will shear the sheep, and right. the men will. Yeah. And the, like they whatever they were is. just yeah. like they got there and they rolled their sleeves up and they were like, well, this year I'm baking honey cakes, right. so let me get over to that and, oven. And even when Tam was telling the story, he was still he was shearing his sheep. Oh, he was doing his work. He was working. They were. Yeah, he, he was, was getting was working. It done. Yeah, he was working. He
1: was getting it done, and even. He paused for a second because he told like a really climactic part of the story, mm-hmm. and then when he stopped, he'd be like, "Yeah, give me another sheep. I'm done with this one." Yeah, mm-hmm. he was still still doing his thing. Yeah, very very
0: fascinating. But so patriar- patriarchal. patriarchal, yeah, because the boys were allowed to come and sit down and listen to the story, and and Igwean was supposed of like- to carry water. You know, waddle in the background and eavesdrop on this story right. while it was happening, and I was just like, "Well, me myself, again, you know, trying to relate to how to plop right in between random mat, move over, right, scooch, cross, cross, okay, can you make some space? Right, my bucket need a spot too. Right, would y'all, can y'all move over? <laughs> we need a spot for the de- bucket. Right. we need a spot for the bucket. You hogging all the good, you know? You know
1: the, the buckets can't. So you know, we want to train. You can't. Your backpack can't have a seat on the your train. Ba-
0: you know you get in trouble for that that's why i carry a smaller bag now (laughs) so so in new york for those who are unaware when you are in a car and you very desperately do not want anyone to sit next to you which is me all the time you you find a corner seat that Mm -hmm. has a rail or a a wall or door something and you put your bag on the seat next to you Mm-hmm. And that usually works. Now, if there's an elder, someone in a wheelchair, Obviously. I you get you get your ass up. Okay. You get that up, is let just sit down. That's just right. what you do. Yeah. But if I look around this car and everyone looks able bodied and everybody looks, you know, I'm gonna put my bag down and I'm gonna say these two seats are mine. One for me, one for my bag. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes I am. <laughs> and there have been a few times where people are just like, So you you're not gonna move your peg? and I'm like, well, I guess I am now. now right? <laughs> so, what you gonna beat me up? Right. Like, over. A seat? Over. A seat? Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Welcome sit to down. New York City. Just sit down. Right. <laughs> <It's> not that. <laughs> Just, not that deep. Can you ease in? Cause you're about to sit on me, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I absolutely New York is tight. will.
1: Yeah. I, I. do that. I put my bag. But if someone gets on the show, they don't even have to appear to be able-bodied. I don't even care
0: about that. If you mm-hmm. ask, can I sit
1: down? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Fair. That's fair. I yeah. do as well. But I, if you don't ask. Oh, yeah. The bag ain't moving. Absolutely. <laughs> the bag is going to be there. Absolutely. Real quick before we move on, because yes. I know you and I have had many off-mic conversations about this Raven's prologue and if it needed to be added at all, if it should have been in the front of the Dragon, dragon Mount or right. What the order should have been. Right. And I feel like your view has shifted a little bit. It has shifted okay, a little bit. Okay, tell me about So let me tell you about that. So when I started reading these books,
1: so The Eye of the World was first published in 1990. Mm-hmm. At that time, the Ravens prologue didn't exist as mm-hmm. far as we knew it. I don't know if Robert Jordan had it and just didn't include it, but it wasn't mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: At some point, and I don't recall when, and listeners keep me honest... At some point, The Eye of the World was re-released and it was for youth. And so what they did was they split The Eye of the World into two books.
0: Oh, I mean, it's
1: thick enough. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) And to appeal to the younger readers, the Raven's Prologue was included.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: So that's why it was done. Mm -hmm. So on my first read, I didn't have the Ravens prologue. Mm -hmm. And I don't recall how many books in I was by the time I knew that there was a Ravens prologue. Mm -hmm. But at some point I found out there's a Ravens prologue, so I searched for it because you will see. Once you get (laughs) into these books, Uh you just constantly want more content. Okay. Everyone has this feeling. When we read that last book and the last scene of the last book and we close the book, we're like fiends. We're like, Mm. "I I want more. Okay. I want more content. So... At whatever point I found out about the prologue, I was excited. Like, oh, more Wheel of Time <laughs> that I can that I don't have now. Let me read it. And so when I read it, I was like, huh. I mean, this was cool. It gave me some insight. Uh huh. It was it was kind of cool getting insight into characters that I had already gotten to know as mm-hmm. adults, mm-hmm. and now I'm seeing them as children. Yeah. You know, and it was cool seeing Tam tell the story, but by then I already knew the story. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i didn't get any new information per se so i felt like take it or leave it
2: mm-hmm. doesn't
1: matter don't really need the ravens prologue to get everything out of the series that i that i want to get out of the series uh uh-huh. different than there is a prequel which you will not read okay until you've read a few
0: books Oh, a few. Wait. And I'll tell you why later. Okay. I'll tell you why later. A prequel that I cannot read until I've read a few books. Correct. So there is a
1: prequel called New Spring and the events are set right before the eye of the world. Okay. But it's very spoilery for things that, Uh, so, and I can't really get into that. So the difference between the prequel uh is that you do get information. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. That you didn't have uh-huh. before. At least for me. And if anybody disagrees, please hit us up. Let us know. Let's oh, talk yes. about it. Yes. But for me, the Ravens prologue at that time didn't really give me anything
2: mm-hmm.
1: that I didn't have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, fast forward, we're doing the podcast, uh-huh. right? So now I'm rereading. Mm-hmm. And so when I realized that your copy has the Ravens prologue, I'm like, okay, now I have to read the Ravens prologue. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was using my so my Kindle edition has the Ravens prologue because Kindle editions tend to just update Uh as books update. Oh, OK. You know, it'll update. So my Kindle edition had the Ravens prologue, which I don't believe because I've always had these books, (laughs) even on Kindle and everything else. I don't think that it always was always there. Uh And I kind of noticed and I think I told you, like, oh, wait. Cause I was looking for it online. Like yeah. I know I can get the Ravens. I, mm-hmm. It's posted somewhere. Right. And then I looked at my Kindle. I was like, Wait, it's right here. Mm-hmm. No, it was here. Perfect. And then I also have I bought a thirtieth edition hardcover. <laughs> you're you're laughing at me. Because yes, I'm because a super now fan. you
0: have eighteen thousand copies of yes the of the same, same book. book. Yes,
1: yes, I do <laughs> unapologetically. Yes. And so my 30th, is it the, was it the 30th edition? Yeah, because 1990 and 2020, that's 30 years, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So I got a 30th. 30... <laughs> <laughs> math. Math, yes. <laughs> Shout out to math.
0: Okay. So important. I got the 30th.
1: 30... <laughs> it is important. I love math. Shout out to Pi Day. It's coming up. Ooh. So the 30th edition has the Ravens. They put the Ravens prologue in there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't believe I've had this all this time. So anyway, now we're rereading and I read it in the order that it's in mm-hmm. and i said you know what this actually i believe that if i had read it this way mm-hmm. initially i probably would not have been as confused as i was i was very i don't know how you're feeling and i, I want you to tell us how you're feeling yeah when i first read this book mm-hmm. the eye of the world and i read the prologue mm-hmm. i'm like what the hell is going what <laughs> This Fuck man is a mountain. Yo, the man, he done killed everybody. <laughs> he calling for his wife, but shes you don't see her? Like, uh-huh. you that crazy that it took your eyesight? Right. You stepping over her, and you calling her, Ileana, Ileana, yo, Ileana is staring at you dead. She's She just stepped over her. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Why, why am I reading these books again? Mm-hmm. I was so confused. Mm-hmm. I believe that had I read *Ravens* and realized that the story that Tamal Thor was telling mm-hmm. is the same story that now I'm reading about, yeah, because the sto- he tells the story of the events that led up to that moment, right. in the prologue. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think I would have had an easier time understanding. What I what I did was I read the prologue and I was like, whatever, this is a prologue. Let me just move on. and I didn't focus on what happened in the prologue. Uh I didn't think about it. I just moved on to chapter one. Uh Okay, there's a man and his son. They're walking down a road. All right, Uh cool. Let's get it. Let's see what this story is about. Right. And I moved on. And then as I got further along in the books, Uh then I realized what
0: I understood exactly what was happening in the prologue. Ah, okay. Right? So did it make you go back and reread the prologue? Absolutely. Like, okay. okay. Absolutely. I'm like, Uh oh,
1: okay, wait, let me go back and see what happened again.
0: Yes absolutely it did okay so so yeah
1: so thank you for this idea to start this podcast (laughs) (laughs)
0: because I was like you know okay so what I was saying the last episode that I said I was gonna pin for now was I love YA Mm -hmm. YA is probably one of my favorite genres so reading that prologue i was like hey okay you didn't tell me they was kids right <laughs> all right now we about to have a wang dang doodle uh. and then you like fast forward and you're like oh no these is grown people right all right so i gotta i gotta reshift because this is not a ya right <laughs> so i was like oh. although lots
1: of lots of fans started reading these books as young
0: adults because you said they made a ya version not, not
1: because of if you I, I can bet that if you just so when we go to JordanCon okay you know we can ask people uh huh and if we find out that they have started reading these books 20 years ago you mm-hmm. know how old were you you'll get uh, well, you'll yeah. get a very you know people say oh I was I was I was 13 when I started reading these books uh-huh. I was 12 I was 15 I was 16 and they were reading this they weren't
0: reading right. the Ravens prologue right 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 so interesting yeah okay so so, another thing that I wanted to touch on a bit was in the Dragon Mount prologue where we're getting these themes, or at least I, I will speak for myself, I was getting these themes of grief, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's this theme of religion almost, right? Like there's this good and evil, this light and dark, yes. this good and bad, yes. this, this like Jesus and like God and devil, yes. right? And so I don't know... If that's the case, Mm -hmm. it's giving, it's giving God and devil, Mm -hmm. right? And so, Mm -hmm. like, am I sitting here reading about the origins of, you know, time? Like, he was here, then he turned himself into a mountain, and now 3,000 years later, we have civilization. So, I'm like, hmm, is this kind of like Genesis? (laughs) this is just this book one of the bible what's that's so interesting what is happening what is going on in this idea that grief can drive you mad Mm. in the way that ltt was driven you know to turn himself into i will never not say he turned himself to a mountain because he did (laughs) it's just it is just so (laughs) fascinating why of all the things a mountain wow oh man so I wanted to get your, your thoughts cause I see your wheels
1: turning, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's interesting though. Like when you think about that, just, can you just imagine your, your life partner, you kill your life partner and then you're mm. not aware that you, you've killed your life partner and you've mm. killed your children. You've killed everyone, anyone and everyone in your life who you've ever loved. They're all dead and I you don't theory. know.
0: You have a theory? I have a theory. Okay. Do you want me to save that theory? You can... No, go ahead. What's your theory? I don't think he killed them people. Oh, okay. Is this a... Okay. We have to... Is that a prediction? I'll save it for the predictions. Okay. I'll save it. I'll save it. Yeah.
1: Put a pin on that. Yes. Let's put
0: a pin there. So, yeah. So, you find
1: out. So, we'll get back to that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you find out that you you suddenly become aware because dude who came for him Mm -hmm. was like, Yeah, nah. You're not going out like this. I need you to be aware, right? When I take you, I'm about to take you. But when I take you, I need to know. I need you to know. That I won. That I won, Louis Theron. (laughs) I won again, Louis Theron. And I want you to know why. I want you to be fully aware. And so he did whatever he did to make this man aware, to open his brain Uh and his mind. And so now, just imagine you're Louis Theron and you suddenly become aware of what you did. Mm Mm-hmm. You have completely annihilated everyone you love. hmm hmm Would that not drive you to madness? I mean, he was already mad, right? He's yes. already... Th- he's straight 730 already.
0: But, but my question is, though, right? Like, what caused the madness? How did he get there?
1: Okay. Right? Well...
0: Because, like, the way that it opens up, he's just sitting here kind of, like, calling for his boo thing or whatever. Hey, boo, where you at? We Everybody's company. just sitting here... Get in a pool of blood or whatever. He's like, girl, did you put the tea on yet? Did you, like, we... And so I'm like, well, what's going on? And it feels almost like a dream, right? Mm-hmm. It's given this kind of dream-like state where it's like he's unaware, like he's dreaming. And then we we run into this uh devil, darkness, dark one character. And so it's like... I feel like he went in there, slaughtered everybody. Oh, that's predictions. I'm sorry. We'll come back to that. Pin that. But but I got theories. I want to read
1: a paragraph and I just want you to think about every word. Okay. Okay. I like Um, thinking. Yes. So just what I've noticed is that even though this series is very wordy, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) these words are not wasted words
0: okay that's okay
1: okay so if robert jordan wrote it It there's a reason okay Okay. all right i'm listening so this is when boo notices that his wife is dead Mm -hmm. and he assumes that this gentleman who was there to come get him that he did it Mm -hmm. and so he's immediately he's angry he's like oh yeah yo you're gonna pay for this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this this everything all the other bullshit that you've done Uh uh-huh this is the worst. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so Money was like, oh, yeah, nah, son. You got, <laughs> you got me fucked up. Right. I ain't kill your wife. right? This is where we are. Okay. So the gentleman is speaking to Luz Theron,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? hmm hmm Remember, you fool. Remember your futile attack on the great lord of the dark. Remember his counterstroke. Remember, even now, the hundred companions are tearing the world apart. And every day, a hundred men more joined them. What hand slew Ileana Sunhair, Kinslayer? Not mine. Not mine. What hand struck down every life that bore a drop of your blood? Everyone who loved you, everyone you loved. Not mine, Kinslayer. Not mine. Remember and know the price of opposing Shaitan. So now, If we go back to the Ravens prologue, right, Uh Tam is telling the story of this war, Uh right? Did you see me looking for the Ravens prologue in this book? I did. And I'm never going (laughs) to find it. I have to go to my Kindle.
0: 30 years later. So. (laughs) Here, use my book. Yeah, let me use your book. The Ravens, is starts here. So if we go back to the
1: Ravens prologue and we go back to where... Tam is telling the story, right?- mm-hmm. And first of all, I find it interesting how no one wanted him to tell that story. Tam, don't tell these kids that story.-hmm right mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So he talks about it. He's talking about Louis Theron, right He's talking about the the war between the light and the shadow
0: uh-huh. right
1: the good and the evil what you what you talked about right. Yes. And so at one point he says, you know but the light had a leader who would never give up a man called Louis Theron Telamon, the dragon. Mm-hmm. Right? That was his nickname.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So it talks about Luz Theron gathered men around him, the Hundred Companions. Mm-hmm. So Money was just like, remember the Hundred Companions? Like he's talking about this. Uh huh, uh huh. Okay? He's talking about, so Tam is telling how it seemed like all was going to be lost and that the shadow was going to win. Mm-hmm. But at the very end, but they did not retreat or give up. All the way to Shyogul, they fought. And if Thakandar is the heart of the shadow, then Shio is the heart of the heart. Every man in that army died and most of the hundred companions. But at Shio they sealed the Dark One back into the prison the creator made for him and the forsaken with him. And the world was saved from the Dark One. Mm. And then that was the end of the story. Uh-huh. Right? The world was saved from the Dark One. They, they sealed the Dark One into a prison. Mm-hmm. And all is well. Mm-hmm. But in the prologue, the Dragon Mount prologue, uh-huh. we're being told something slightly different. Remember ah. the counterstroke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember the counterstroke. I get so it, I just no want you that. to think about that. You want me that. to remember the counterstroke. I want you to remember the counterstroke.
0: Well, if he didn't remember it, how the hell am I supposed to remember it? I know, it?
1: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Must not have been that great of a counterstroke now. Right. Then right after he says, remember the counterstroke, he says, "Even now, the hundred companions are tearing the world apart. These are the same hundred companions that were fighting with Luc Theron. They're on the on the good side, right? Mm. The hundred Luc Theron and his hundred companions, they're fighting the shadow.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Now he's saying, for some reason, 100 companions are tearing the world apart and then we find out in here that Lou theron killed his whole family and everybody so you trying What's to tell happening?
0: me you trying to tell me ltt is actually a, a dark one he's actually like the bastard that needs to be controlled
1: i'm not, I'm not saying anything oh
0: what i am saying <laughs> is remember the counterstroke. remember that i've written it down i'm gonna try to remember the counterstroke. If they ever get to the counterstroke, mm-hmm. will I will remember it, and we'll leave it at that. Okay, okay, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> if you, we should title the episode "Remember the Counterstroke." Remember the Counterstroke. That's the title of the episode. Why am I saying that it's so sensual? Because, the, because counterstroke. Because stroke. Counterstroke, because counterstroke, baby. Stroke. Okay. Because if there's a stroke, stroke, there's a counterstroke. Yes. When Ooh. two people are doing it's it giving. right, <laughs> it's given. You know what it's given it's given
1: Jilly from Philly <laughs>
0: oh crown royale oh crown royal on ice. yes oh wait a minute that's uh, what it's that's given that that's what
1: counterstroke is given is
0: what after dark that's why that's why my color, color after, after dark. dark that's we'll save that Give you that one. thrust
1: pull me right back to you oh
0: Counterstroke. Mm. counter stroke counter strokes <laughs> see you want me to remember the counterstroke <laughs> All right, podcast mm. over. I gotta go pa- home. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we said we was family friendly. We lied. Yeah, we, we lied. lied. Send totally the kids lied. to bed. We are so sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, so where we're worried. Let's let's refocus. we go. We gonna remember the Counter stroke. We gonna refocus. I we also want to wanna touch on mm-hmm. the stranger in chapter two. Let's talk about the stranger in chapter two. She's somebody. She's somebody. She's somebody. She, she ain't, somebody. she ain't just nobody. She's in here acting like Because how different is she from
1: everybody, right? Literally. And they've never seen anyone like her before. So we're talking about Moiraine. Moiraine.
0: Moiraine.
1: Moiraine. Moi. Moir. Like, Moir. like, like, like I. Okay. Like me Moir. in
0: French. Moiraine. Moiraine. Okay. Moirene.
1: Some people say Moiraine my
0: rain. no we get names correct over here oh is that what names do? are important okay. all right yes. now i'm gonna give you a nickname because the names are also a lot <laughs> okay <laughs> but i respect your name in its full entirety so you know
1: so if you ever listen to the audiobooks, you're just gonna crack yourself up that's all i'm gonna say oh yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Audiobooks are dope, though. The audiobooks are dope. But it, in the beginning, you'll hear different pronunciations for the same name within mm-hmm. okay. the same oh, book. It's so funny.
0: <laughs> continuity, my people. Continuity. Oh, so okay. Funny. So, they strange Names, stranger. cities, everything. Oh, so everybody pronounces
1: it different all the time? Not all the time. And the, it... it It kind of evened out after a while. But definitely in the first book. Yeah, I had a meeting
0: about it. The council get together and they were like, listen. This is
1: how it's pronounced.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So she's in town with her, with her land. Her land. Okay. Because that's his name. That's his name. And I don't know what he would be to her. Okay. Other than her land. He is hers. Period. In some way, shape, or form. And she's out here. Stunning the youngsters Yeah And she's stunting on them hoes Stunting yo But when I tell you <laughs> They talking about She's gliding across the grass like, Okay <laughs> she, 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 Lady Moiraine I'm like okay Well okay. So what do you think about her? Why do you think she's there? I'm gonna get to that In predictions Okay But she says that She's there to collect stories But okay. I think she is the story mm, Okay I think she is the story Okay Shit about to bust down Okay. And she's there to, um, I'll save that for predictions. Okay. But I just wanted to touch on her real quick, because I am going to bring her up in the predictions. Okay. But, um, yeah, and there's one more character that I really want to discuss that we haven't discussed yet, that I think, outside of Eguine, might be one of my faves. Okay. And that's Nynaeve. Okay. She's a little crotchety old thing. Okay. She's grumpy, and I don't know what her fucking problem is, but I love her. <laughs> I that is love so funny. her crotchety, cranky ass. She's just really be out here shunning these dudes. Like... So, I actually don't think we meet Nynaeve. In the prologue, we meet Nynaeve. In, in the, the Ravens prologue. In the Ravens Pro.
1: Okay, we yes. meet
0: Nynaeve. Yes, we did. We did, but we didn't meet her yet. We haven't met her officially as in, a, in chapter one and two. As a no, she has been talked about. Yes, in the chapters one and two. That's correct. But we'd have we don't we don't physically see her presence in the story. Yes, um, but we meet her in the Ravens prologue. Yes, and even then she's got an attitude. Yes, because she's getting in trouble, and Egwene is is peeping from around the corner, being nosy. Yes. And Nynaeve is over here like, that bandage is tight. I don't even know what you're talking about. And she's just like, the the and original wisdom yes. was like, actually, no. Actually, it's not. He's about to die. Thank you. So I'm about to do it over. Right. Because you don't and... know what you're
1: doing. That's why you're the apprentice and I'm the wisdom.
0: Right. And <laughs> Nynaeve's <now laughs> over here like, ain't you got something to be doing? You over here checking all in my business like, or whatever. Why like, why ain't you got some water to collect? Right. Because right. there's, a, it's, there's it's an age difference. Folks. There's some
1: thirsty folks. Right. And me. I'm, I'm not one it. of them. Right. So you
0: need not be here Move up in this presence. Move along, child. Right? That's the energy. So I, I think get she was her. just embarrassed. I guess but also being, being
1: shown shown up in front of a child.
0: Yes. And you know what? I think this is a perfect segue to our sis be steadfast. Okay, let's do it. Sis be steadfast. If we, we had a Patreon, yes. If we had some patrons, we <laughs> we going, would, we're uh, going to get that popping we, soon, yes, so you guys
1: can start supporting us because yes. we, we need some sound effects. We need
0: sound effects. We need we need um something to, to usher in our anyway. We that's that's outside business. Anyway. So sis
1: be steadfast, yes. this is our segment where, if you remember, we described it. This is where we're gonna give our characters unsolicited advice. This yeah. is the dear Abby, if you will. Yes. Portion of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So so let's do it. Let's do it. What yes. advice do you have?
0: My sis be steadfast this week is for Nynaeve. Okay. I need her to be steadfast. Okay. And- I see a lot of haters is doubting you because I bet you that rap was just fine. Right. And the wisdom was having a bad day that day. Right. I see your abilities to do your job well and you are doubting it and people are doubting it and I have been there. All Mm -hmm. right. And I just want you to know That feeling of needing to do something so perfectly so that you shut up the peanut gallery Mm. is going to be consistent throughout your life because you are a woman. Mm -hmm. And there are always going to be people that are going to have something to say about you, to you, through you, for you, against you, all of the things. And I just want you to understand that history always dictates that the person that has the greatest struggle will always have the greatest success. Mm, so you be steadfast. That. You are the wisdom. You were chosen for a reason. You are an apprentice. You are there to learn. You're there to grow. And this is only the beginning. I know you're going to be a better wisdom than all the other wisdoms that ever came. I'm okay. just speaking that to you. Speak I'm it. giving that to you. I don't know what the fuck fitting to happen. Right. But I hope you don't embarrass me on this here podcast. I know that's right. <laughs> so I am rooting for you, Nynaeve. Yes. You be steadfast and you be the best wisdom that you can be. I know that's right. I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yes. I'm snapping my fingers right now. We rooting for you, Nynaeve, We're over here. Don't
1: you. embarrass me, sis. We rooting for you, sis. Don't embarrass me. So I have I have some advice for Egwene. Oh, yeah. Okay. For nine-year-old Egwene.
0: Okay. Child, baby girl, not (laughs) child, baby girl. Oh, no, (laughs) listen here, baby girl.
1: I sense something in you, baby girl. Mm. I sense a certain unrelenting need to just be the best Egwene that you can, regardless of what circumstance you're put in. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned that everyone is expecting you to marry Rand, which I find interesting that nine year olds get (laughs) betrothed. So here's what I have to say Same. to, to yeah. you, sis. Uh-huh. You seem like someone, you have goals, you have aspirations. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get your hair braided early. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that you want to get your hair braided early, not so you can marry Rand. I feel like you just want to get your hair braided early because no one expects for you to get your hair mm-hmm. braided early mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what i have to say to you sis is be steadfast yes don't put all your eggs in rand's basket first of all <laughs> okay. eggs are like ten dollars a carton right now so hello we can't, we can't afford no eggs we, right you now. can't
0: give that man no i don't, eggs. Even, I don't even
1: eat eggs because i'm vegan right <laughs> But if I did, I would be stressed out right now having But I feel for y'all. I feel for y'all non-vegans Girl. that got to buy eggs. I'm well, sorry. We, don't, we just don't buy
0: them no more. Okay, it's okay. okay. We we put something else with the breakfast. Yeah.
1: So, sis, be, <laughs> be steadfast. Keep your eye on a prize. Whatever your goals and your aspirations are, focus on that. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about betrothals, that, now What is that? What is that? Nine years old. Yeah, you going to marry Nine. this one.
0: I don't even think I was thinking about. I mean, yeah, I was thinking about boys, but I don't think I was thinking about, like, being with them forever. I wasn't thinking about boys at nine.
1: I was definitely just thinking about hip-hop and double dutch. You know, things like that. No,
0: I was definitely thinking about boys. That's hilarious. I, I don't know if that makes me fast or or what, but... um, Yeah, I wasn't thinking no, about No, but those. not even in a... But not even, like, a, just like, a, oh, he's adorable. Oh, he's cute. But not like a, mm, I'm gonna get married to him when we're about... 15, 16, and have all of his babies and cook all of that. I had never even thought I was ever going to get married. So, like, very interestingly enough, at nine years old, much like Egwene, I was just like, you know, I'm out here. Boys is cute or right. whatever, but, you know, I was I whatever. was raised Muslim, so right. I was going through a, a lot of the similar thought process that Egwene was going through with the, mm-hmm. mm, I got to wear my hair covered. This is weird. Why I got to wear my hair covered? My brother don't got to wear his hair covered. Interesting. But, you know, I was like, okay, well, then I'm just going to have to wear this Kimar, and that's just, you know, it is what it is, and I'm going along with my tradition. Right. But I was definitely thinking about boys. Interesting. That was That was in the purview. Yeah, it was. Interesting. Yeah. But if you have a steadfast yes, that you would like to offer any of the women in uh, the books mm-hmm. that we are reading, yes. dear listener, please yes. send that over to us, in color at gmail.com. That yes. is W-O-T-I-N-C-O-L-O-R at gmail.com. We would love to hear what kind of advice you would give to these um heroines in this story who are going through a minute they need a moment they need a a a listening ear they need a a sounding board they need some strong advice to get them through the next chapter send that into us i would love to hear it i would love to read it and i would love to share it so i hope you share with us yes so i feel like our next segment Mm -hmm. it's giving i
1: feel like we've kind of already we've already done that Mm -hmm. so do you have anyone for the next segment the last segment i got two people okay so our
0: next segment so
1: our next segment is called water and shade i don't know what sound effect would be there i'm sorry (laughs) i'm
0: sorry
1: guys (laughs) water and shade and so it's not what you think the shade is we throw we we throw in shade Mm -hmm. we throw in shade
0: Mm-hmm. This is
1: going to be our dummy of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Of the chapter or of the segment or of the whatever. Correct. But, so um, go ahead, Kiba. Okay. Give it to us. Who are we throwing shade First on today? First of all, and, and quite ceremoniously, might I add, both of my water and shades are going out to two dudes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. First of all, Kinley. Okay, okay you little punk. All right. I'm going <laughs> to need you to mind your business. Mind your business. Now, let, me re- let me recap for our listeners. Kenley was the young gentleman who approached Egwene as she was filling up her water bucket. Mm-hmm. And she was taking a minute to kind of, you know, dip her toes in the water and roll her dress up and enjoy the cool breeze. Because, you know, she's working hard. She's finna be the best right. water carrier. And best water carriers need a minute. They right. need to be. And he rolled up on her talking about some, yo, why you standing here? You need to be carrying your water. Don't make me come back here. He's trying to, like, stand all straight. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mind your business before somebody takes you out at the ankles. Because you ain't but two days (laughs) older than her anyway. All right? You was carrying water just like she was carrying water, which means we all got the same job right now. Right. You not above me and I'm not above you. Mind your business. Right. Okay? Carry your water, you focus on being the best water bucket carrier you can be. Right. And leave me alone. Yes. Well, I hate... I hate a nosy sucker who come all up in your business when they not doing the things they not supposed they they're supposed to be doing. That happens at
1: work, right? All, all the time.
0: The time. All the time. Like if you was doing what you needed to do, you wouldn't have time to be standing over here talking Worry to about me, me about things that I'm not doing. Right. So neither one of us ain't doing shit. Right. But you are gonna try to scold me about not doing shit? Cause right. you what? You think you better than me? If you don't get your downtrodden ass away downtrodden. from me, <laughs> go fill up them damn water buckets. <laughs> And go pass them around. That's why your ass got caught stealing them honey cakes because he sure did. because you was out here minding other people's business. You need to
1: drink water.
0: Drink your water and mind, and your, business. mind your business. Okay, next, Matt. Get your ass up and help Rand carry them barrels into that damn inn. I
1: promise you I had the same one. I had the same one. That was
0: my one. I hate a
1: lazy friend. I hate a lazy friend. So I'm like, yo, how old is this? All these dudes, like, you seriously just gonna scoff at your elders, like the way I was raised, okay? Cause the backhand, tell them about it, Shar. You understand the way I was raised. Mm. If the elders are carrying anything, <sighs> what I'm standing there and watching them carry hey, you,
0: you, you, not if you doing... don't jump
1: up and <laughs> offer to help,
0: okay? You getting knocked in the next week, next week, next month, and you better hope you can make a return in time to help them carry the rest of them barrels, exactly, Matt. Matt come on. Come on. A strong backhand with a ring on? Right. Tuh, you getting a busted lip, my guy. You better Listen. get your lazy ass up. Get your lazy ass up. Trying to... And it was crazy because he's like ducking behind the wagon yo, where the battles hiding. are. He's, yo, he's literally
1: hiding. He's hiding. He's
0: hiding from Trying to talk from to, from to Rand. And trying to get him like,
1: yo, come on, son. Right. Come on, son. Why are they not paying attention? I are you serious? You. It makes you...
0: It really makes you think
1: they're like 12.
0: And and that's what I initially... What's a YA? Because yeah. I was like, ain't no way these people 2021. 20, like, these, uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Crazy. I, I listen, Matt, get up, you lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> Carry them damn <laughs> barrels into the inn <laughs> and have your conversation as you are carrying them. Listen. Okay? Right. Then you can talk about all the things you've seen and didn't see or want to see. Right. And- Who's coming? The Beltines tines and Gleamans and, and the, fireworks. This is gonna be the best bell
1: tine ever.
0: Okay, on the way to the end, while we carry these barrels, right? Because four hands are better than two. Right. Fool. I. You know what? Okay, I'm done with Matt. I know that's right. You got anything to add to Matt?
1: I don't. That's
0: that's what I had for my water and shade. Ooh. Okay. That's exactly. I had what to get I that had. off my chest. That was sitting heavy. Cause I said, "Ooh, release it, sis. You two, you release two it. bastards." Y'all it. y'all y'all deserve some some something. I don't know what yet, but we're gonna figure it out. Now we're gonna move. We're gonna woosa first. Let's woosa. Let's woosah. Deep breath. Mm-hmm. If you have, my friend listener, if you have a water and shade that you would like to submit to us, yes. heavy on the shade. Heavy all right? the shade. Heavy on the shade. Let's leave them parched and let's leave them dry. Send it on in to whiteandcolor at gmail.com. You can direct message it to us as well. The DMs are open, as I like to say. Slide you on can, in. You can slide them to um, whiteandcolor at gmail.com. You can send them to at whiteandcolor across everything. You know, we'll definitely drop that again later in the episode, but um, send them in. I would love to hear who pissed y'all off during these first couple of chapters in these two prologues. Because I'm sure that there were some other people that you were like, actually, LTT out here, you know, killing his family and turning himself into a mountain. He needs (laughs) he needs a water and shade. Not you escaping your responsibilities by going mountain mode. Like, no. So just send those right on in. I want to read them. I want to laugh with y'all. I want to share those so we can all chat about it together. I love it. Yes. I love it. I think we've pretty much covered everything. I think
1: we've covered everything. I think we've covered everything. We, uh, the only thing we just did not mention. Did you have any thoughts on Moirene giving them
0: coins? I said she rich, she's and just rich, and that means something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I feel like in these times, one. I think they noted that her coin was different yes. than their coin. So I feel like. She's from a different land, or a different place, or even a different time, where the money looked different. Do you want to get into your predictions now? All right. I think Moirene, yes, Rain is a descendant or a reincarnation, okay, of the Dragon's Wife, of LTT's wife. Interesting. And I think she's here to set shit off because either she's about to release Old Boy from the mountain. Or she's she, she's coming in. Because I feel like she is the story. I don't think mm. she's there to collect stories. I think she is the story. Mm-hmm. Like her, the, her, her style of dress was different. Her money was different. Mm-hmm. Everything was different about her. And they didn't know where she came from. And right. she was just floating on the grass. I think she's either a descender or a reincarnation. She's fitting the set LTT out of that mountain. Mm-hmm. And they fitting the set shit off. I feel like shit is about to go down. That's interesting. Because she's there. She need her look back. So She need her look back. So Moiraine as the reincarnation of Ileana. Yes. Yes. She's going to go get her man. She's going to get her man. From the mountain. From the mountain. Because he is the mountain. (laughs) So she's going to go get the mountain. She's going to go get the mountain. She's going to get the dragon mountain. The mountain dragon. Dragon mountain. My other prediction was I don't think that LTT killed his people. I think whoever rolled up on him is lying. Okay. I think whoever rolled up on him, whether it was the darkness, the devil, the whomever, the, the opposition, the op. Okay. I think the op rolled up on him, <laughs> right? And put him in some kind of dreamlike trance, slaughtered all his people, counterstroke or whatever, and was like, You did this. You think I did this? Because we, hello, we all know the devil is a liar. Oh, okay. The devil and is so, a liar. <laughs> and so I think. The op went in there, slaughtered everybody down, put him in like whatever dream like trance, took him out. Was like, whoa, how you just kill all your people? That's crazy. That's crazy. So that's wild. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> okay. Look at what you did, what knowing you that did, that, that shit was gonna drive that man mad. Okay. And so I think the op is out here opping. I so think what's he the lying. End goal of doing that? So that he just goes. I feel like more he won. Crazy? I feel like he low key won because he turned to a mountain. Okay. But I hear you.
1: <laughs> I hear you, sis. I uh-huh, hear you. Uh huh.
0: She about to tell you. me to
1: be steadfast, y'all. Be steadfast. <laughs> at the very end. Uh huh. When LTT became a mountain. Uh huh. Last paragraph. Uh huh. Second to last paragraph. Mm-hmm. On the island, mm-hmm. the air shimmered and coalesced. The black-clad man stood, staring at the fiery mountain rising out of the plain. His face twisted in rage and contempt. You cannot escape so easily, dragon. It is not done between us it will not be
0: done until the end of time yeah because he wanted to take him out I think he also so very specifically was like I remember how you were like I need you to know it was me right right tell Cersei it was me right tell I, Cersei di- was, it, I did it tell that bitch
1: the, it was me shout <laughs> out to, to the Queen of Thorns okay on Game of
0: Thrones okay to, he was <laughs> very Cersei much like yeah mean. he was very much on his tell Cersei it was me shit it's, it's and so he was like oh was you me. think you can run by turning yourself into a mountain <laughs> you, th- you think it's over <laughs> i'm gonna smite you my guy. It's, it don't matter it's i i'm going to smite you you shall die by my hand g all right that's it that's it i'm like all right it's 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 on site i love it on site beef right what are we talking for right. what are we talking for so right. i said okay it's on site okay he's like i'm going to smite me Shall I'm smite gonna smite thee, right? To okay. the chest, one in the head. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, it's a little too much. I'm gonna pull it back. I'm gonna pull it back. Yo, but <laughs> yeah. So those are my, those your predictions? Asinine predictions, as per All your right. face. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I'm
1: laughing. It's- <laughs> I'm not laughing at the predictions, you know. I'm just, I'm just laughing at the, um, uh-huh. all the references you making. Yeah. You know, you know, because people die every
0: day, b. Every people day. People get shot every b. day, b. Every day. <laughs> every day. All right. And if you so, don't kill your op yourself, did you really kill him? Did like, you really did, kill did him? is they are they really so dead? My, so my man is like, nah, this right. this, this, this shit ain't over. You think you a mountain that's gonna save that's, you? Think that's it? Okay, witness protection mountain? Like, nah, <laughs> fam. <fair. laughs> Nah, fam. Nah, witness nah fam. When your ass melt or whenever you decide to break up out your mountain, I'm finna be here. Be right I'm here, already son. stalking around. The kids see me. They know what's up. They know what it is. They know what's <laughs> up. Black man in a black cloak. I'm coming for you. <laughs> all nah, right? He was, he was black. Right, he was but he was black in a clad. He was black clad. Yeah, he, he had was. black clothes on. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Dressed yeah. in all black, like the omen man Like the omen okay. man He's coming. He's coming. He's waiting, He's waiting for you. He's <laughs> waiting for you. Whenever you're ready to de-mountain. De- de- All right. <laughs> de- de-
1: Yo, I'm screaming. <laughs> so, listen. Uh-huh. I need folks to hit us up, slide in our DMs. Tell us what slide. you think about Kiba's predictions.
0: <laughs> Be Tell easy us what on you me. Think. All right. You can, can call me Adele. Go easy on me. Just keep it spoiler free. Yes. Keep it spoiler free. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. And next Wednesday, tell them what we're doing, Shar. So next Wednesday.
1: Next Wednesday. We are going to be discussing chapters three and chapter four. Uh-huh. Chapter three is the peddler.
0: Mm-hmm. And chapter four is the gleeman. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what that's about. Yes. And in the meantime, in between time, you can find us On the holy grail of social media. All the socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All of them at White and Color. You can uh, listen and subscribe to us on all the podcast bases. And please, if you like what you're hearing,
1: please give us a shout. Yeah. Please give us a shout. Give us a rating. Yes. Let us know what you
0: think. It definitely helps. Yes. We on Spotify. We on Apple. We on YouTube. We on SoundCloud. We on Google. We on TuneIn. We on Audible. We on Amazon. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. And that's at Watt & Color. Watt & Color. Watt & Color. With Kiba and Char. And very important, you can chat with us. All right. I may not be in the DMs all the time. The DMs are open. But Kiba... Eva may not be in the DMs all the time. Char Most may take a break we'll from Char. the DMs. Mm-hmm. Right? But you can find us on our Discord server by clicking the link tree in our bios. Yes. Or in the description box below so that you can chat with us on Discord. It's starting to get popping. people in there starting to get lit now. So join the conversation. Don't FOMO this, y'all. Don't FOMO this up. Yep. Get in there. Get it's in there. Free. Yes. We just want to say hi. Say what up. We're mad, nice or whatever. Or oh, whatever. Okay. And if you have any questions, thoughts, comments, concerns, if you have any sis be steadfast. If you have any water and shades, send down. them, send them to our Gmail. Yes. Wat color at gmail.com. Of course, why W O T I N C O L O R one word at gmail.com. We check those every day. Yes. All we right? do. Slide into our emails, send us your things. Let us know if we have permission to read them on the show. Yeah. Because I want to. Yeah. And I might just, and I'm just going to ask for permission now. And I'll ask for forgiveness if you forget. Okay. So I'm going to read them. So just, you know, just know we're here. We're in community. We're here to share. We're here to laugh. We're here to read these books. And we're here to have a good time. Yep. All right. Well, this was fun. It was so (laughs) much fun. Oh, my gosh. That was so incredibly dope. These are the kinds of conversations about books Mm -hmm. that I love to have and why it's so important to have, you know, diversity in thought and, 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 you know, familiarity at the same time with people who you're discussing books with. So we really hope that, you know, our listener friends, friends, listeners, that you feel, you know, like you're walking away with a greater understanding of, of, Cultures and traditions that Shara and I share as black women Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that you will add to this discourse so that we can understand cultures and traditions that you have. Yes,
1: absolutely. And, you know, I just want to say, Kiba, thank you so much for coming up with the idea of us to start this podcast. Because as many times as I've read these books, I never once thought about it within the framework that we did today. Yeah. Never read these books and thought about my own traditions. Mm-hmm. Never thought I'd be talking about the history of black eyed peas, things like mm-hmm. that. So I'm not I'm, the band, not the, band. <laughs> the actual
0: food. Just wanted to stress that one more yes. time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really do appreciate you. I appreciate this, this space mm-hmm. because I, I don't think I ever would have done that mm-hmm. on my own. You know, yeah. I love these series. I will, This series, I will reread them. I don't think I've ever would have put myself in that space. Right. And talked about these books. So yeah. this is going to be a wonderful adventure for us, I it's think. It's
0: going to be a way
1: dang doodle, if yeah. you will. <laughs> if you will. All right.
0: So, yeah. So right now we just want to give some big ups. Yes, I think it's important. Yes. We're going to give some, how you say it, gal? Big ups, big ups.
1: All of the women, <laughs> All right, up, so now we, we don't want to oh, get
0: we don't want to get Sorry. That's it, that's it,
1: So, yes, we want to shout out folks that we think should be shouted out. hmm So, first big up, The Lights Work.
0: The Lights Work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have a theme song yet, but I can't wait to learn it. <laughs> they do have a theme song. Ah. I, it doesn't have any words. (laughs) Ah. Did you get get deflated? I did.
1: I did. That's okay. I'm going to
0: make up some words for you guys. (laughs) Excellent.
1: So the beautiful souls at the Lights Work, we just want to, we just want to shout you out. And if you are a Wheel of Time fan and a podcast listener and you have not subscribed to the Lights Work, I don't, I don't know what your problem is.
0: Mm. I just. Tell them. I just don't know. So Mm. we'll have the link in our description yep easy peasy for you to just go on ahead and click and subscribe and like and comment and share on the lights work because they are truly
1: doing the lights work
0: i mean truly okay they have been making people cry since
1: they started (laughs) whenever that was whenever that was (laughs) 2022
0: yes and we have another shout out another big up we do we do um All you good folk over on the Twitter of Time, yes, in the in the uh, Twitterverse, yes, you guys have embraced us, yes, and have done something phenomenal, and you
1: continue to do so, and
0: continue to do so. The engagement that we've received has been amazing, you know, uh, uh, indescribable, yes, for an introvert, overwhelming, but so appreciated. (laughs) Don't stop. Don't just stop. don't let my awkwardness deter you from doing what you are doing. Can't stop, won't stop. It is, it is, it is phenomenal, and we appreciate and love you all. We and do. We cannot wait to break bread with you at the world famous Jordan Con. Yes, because that's what's gonna happen. We will be there. And just one more big up to my middle heartbeat, my husband, Doctor Hudson. You know. When I told him I wanted to start a podcast, he was a thousand percent on board. He helped me do the research. He has allowed me into his man cave and <laughs> and and given me the space to to record this with Shar. And he's been so supportive, so supportive. And I can't thank him enough for all of his love and all of his support, um, with helping us get this launched and off the ground. Um, he's like low key, my benefactor, (laughs) right. So like, I just, I just want to thank him for helping us really get the research, get the equipment, get the space, being a listening ear, giving ideas. Like he's, he's so behind the scenes and that's how he likes it. But I just want to make sure he gets some on camera or on mic shine. And so shout out to Dr. Hudson. UdaBomb dot com, Hubby, bubby, wubby. Or whatever the girls be saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shout out to Dr. H. Yes. Dr. T.H. Yes, yes.
1: So listen. Thank you so much for listening to White and Color. Remember to come
0: in love and go in peace. Just don't let the wheel run you over on the way out. Deuces. Deuces.